Oh, not the come through. I was about to say come through hand fan, but the yawn follow right oh, out. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Are you saying this was a boring episode? <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Come on, we're we're trying to engage with you. <laughs> we sure are. We need you to engage with us, baby. Uh, I mean, I there mean, we go. We need to back in the forest, okay? <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, hello, 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 and welcome to the cup, the currently unnamed podcast, where we put the real entity in reality, and we can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I am your girl, Lana, your resident evil diva, and I'm here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea because you know. I love me some tea. Her. And if you have some tea, you know what to do. Hit me up. I am currently drinking oranges. I'm drinking out this beautiful tumbler. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm awesome. And it told me so. So there we go. And um, yeah, that's what I'm drinking. If I was drinking anything else, a little bit smaller, little bit of, I'd be drinking off mine. Cut mine. Mm-hmm. And I would shame Kamorian, but I can't. And I won't. And I won't. And I can't. Because his will be there by the end of next week. Yeah, an email. It's, a, it's like, it's, it's almost there. So it, it will be there by the end of next week. Dear, dear, dear. I think so we deserve a lot. I, I, I think we do, because I feel like this would be a, a, a panel full of cup mugs if. I sent it out earlier, earlier than I did, but I didn't, and it's going out this week. So we have pretty much a panel full of commas, panel full of commas, beer, 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 almost. Kamoya's beer, <laughs> but look, next time you see Kamoya on another recording, I have a comma. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. And you could be like a Morian and get your own cup mug at lanagescreations.etsy.com where the link will be in the description below. And um, we do ship internationally and domestically here in the U.S. So there are no excuses. And UK and the world, I'm looking at all of you. I'm looking at you. I see you. I see you out there watching. Get your cup merch. Period. Thank you. Well, I'm David Healy, and I don't have a cute intro, but I do have a cute shirt. And I figured, in honor of episode three of UK versus the World, I would remember season one of UK versus the World, which was a very hard episode for me. My my beloved Pangina did Aww. win the episode, but then she promptly sent home my beloved Jimbo. So that was that was a hard episode for me. <laughs> And I was dreading this episode. I'm like, please do not have a, a repeat of this, especially with Le Grand Dame winning the first two episodes like Jimbo did. Um, oh. But I am just drinking some water. Well, hello, guys. It's your favorite Black queer content creator, Kamori, a.k.a. Sparkingly Alien. And I had nothing to drink. I just came back from a baby shower. Um, shout out to my mom's. God sister, congrats on your second child. It's a boy, so congratulations. And yes, um, I'm so excited for my first ever UK versus the world um podcast episode. I'm excited. And yes, as you can see, it says Team Filipino winner. I am Team Marina Summers. Yes, it's as you season be. one of Philippines. So Marada Die Girl. So I'm excited that she's on. I'm very she has been slaying so far, and I hope she wins. 
Period. Well, we are here to talk about UK versus the world, episode three. But before we do that, let's get some business things out of the way. If you're here and we see you here, we appreciate you. Subscribe to the channel. We appreciate all the support and all, all the subscribing and all the things that you do for us. Only helps us get better and puts us out there on for everybody to find us. So please subscribe, like, comment, do all those things. Hit the notification bell so you won't miss any of our content. We put out almost all things drag related almost every single day. We got five drag things going on right now. Five drag shows going on right now. So, um, yeah. We, we covered it all, and we got it here for you, so go check that out. If you're a fan of reality TV, go to the Cup TV, hit the subscribe button over there. We put out all content, almost all things reality TV, and content goes out almost every single day, so go check that out. And if you're a fan of Eurovision Song Contest, we got a channel for you there, too. You can go to the Cup ESC, and you could um, subscribe over there. All the Eurovision stuff is ramping up right now, so you wanna you don't want to miss a single thing. They got episodes coming out all the time, so go check that out. If you want to join the team room, which is our membership channel, hit the join button right down below. Hit that button, join us, go to the team room, and see all the exclusive content that we have your way. It's a lot of stuff coming out, a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes, and things that you might not know about us as panelists, but we're telling you all about it. So go check that out too. You can check it out on this, join this membership, or if you're a fan of Patreon, go join our Patreon. The, the uh, link will be in the description below in our link tree. So go hit all of those buttons and get all those things and uh, do all the follows. And yeah, we thank you, period. Um, and so here we are talking about episode three, we're coming back into the workroom, and we're sad because Arancha is gone. No. Mm, Arancha. Lama. Arancha. Lama She is gone, and we are sad. Um, La Grande Dame is not happy, and she's very sad, but Teresa is also sad because that was her bestie, and she's like, oh. But I hate it. I have to be the one going up, get, you know, next to him, standing next to her. And um, some people uh, didn't agree with um, the decision for Legrand to um, take out Arancha. They felt they felt like Teresa might have been better. What y'all think? I mean, it's it's pros and cons. I mean, like, like I would have probably would take it Teresa just because she is competition, and plus she. I think she is a really good overall, like very like funny queen overall. Cause you know, sometimes like, she has been fun at least, but like entertaining, like you know, Rue and the just enjoy that too. And plus, I would say also as a con, plus as a con, like she she um, her first look was okay, her second look that she did wasn't made, but her last look, you know, that fabric it was horrible. So so she deserved to be in the bottom too. But also on the other hand, Arancha, you know, she's an owner representing Spain, so. You ever seen me watch more she could do? So I would have saved her personally. I was like, I want to see what more you can do. At least, at least give me one more week to show that, like, you know what? Like, you have something to get. Like, you have something to prove. You know what I mean? But also, it's her bottom that's not by suit. You know, her outfits were you no, know, was not as good as well. So it would have been a toss up. But I personally saved Ancha because of representation, just her being the only one representing Spain, the franchise. So personally, but. But honest, I want to still, it would have been side either or, but you know, I'm glad Teresa's still here. 
hopefully it's like a boost to push her up. I think, and she's still kind of resenting kind of Spain in a good kind of way. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think, I think for me, I think, I think LeBron said it was justified. It was a reasonable decision. You know, she didn't really want the ball, and that's it. So she played. So yeah, she's playing fair personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a tricky thing to try to take out a bigger competitor. And Teresa had been in the top the first week. So taking a shot at her week two would be dangerous because that kind of opens fair game on people who are doing well and winning challenges. Um, That's I just alluded to like Pangina uh, cut Jimbo. And guess who got cut the very next week after she set the precedent that it's okay to take out a big uh, competitor. Uh, Pangina went the very next week. So uh, I, I think it's it's a tightrope balance that you got to do because if you're going to take the shot, you should expect the shot to come right back at you. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think also you think about it, like later, like during our talk last episode, about, you know, how are we going to vote people out? And uh, Scarlett said, you know, I want to take the, you know, I think we should go out for, you know, the competition. So also it kind of shows like where your cars are because, you know, we have, some people's like, you know, let's play it fair. I was like, you know what? There's, I, I'm to the, th- I'm to the, you know, the biggest threat out the game. So it kind of shows what your cars are. So I think LeGrand, I think for me, I don't think LeGrand, um, I think she's going to play for the whole time. I think she would like to be, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with being trying to um, beat the best. You want to go against the best, beat the best. So there's nothing wrong with that. So I think she's playing fair in our choices. So, so I think it was just like, I think it wasn't being shitting to me. So I think it was justified mm-hmm. and fair, reasonable. So I, I think I agree. I think um, I mean it was LeBron's decision. She decided what she wanted to do, and that's her decision. You can't really go against what somebody decide what they want to do with the win that they earned, and you know it was deserved. So yeah, it was deserved. Deserve. I want to make sure we put that out there for you. Um, but um, so Scarlett made a little comment a little like hmm, I don't know if I would have did that I would have made that because wouldn't you want to take out the competition I don't know I don't know just just my personal opinion you know which got Legrand thinking like hmm so if something if she gets to the top she might take out competition and not fairness of who a performance and blah 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 so she didn't know if she liked that. Like she, she, she wasn't feeling that comment at all. Then we got. Um, they were asking. So, um, who did you pick, Keta? <laughs> <laughs> who did you pick? And Keta was like, "Someone's gonna be mad at me," but I said Teresa, and Teresa was like, "Oh, understood." I mean, I guess. But in her confessional, she was like, Mm-mm, the second I get a chance to get Keta out, she is out. I was like, oh. I do think uh, Keta had a good reason, though, yeah, because exactly. we did see in the last episode, oh, Arancha let her use the patterns that help get those long sleeves. So I would have felt terrible cutting the person who just helped me out in the yeah, challenge. Yeah, exactly. it kind of seems like shading some kind of way. Mm-hmm. But also, you think about it, you know, like um we have I think as on a, like Marina, we had Lagrand Dom, we have Keita and then Aranja, and I think who else? Like Hannah Conda, like the only one. I think it's pretty much everyone else. Kind I think only USC had two, so it's pretty much everybody else. It's just like one person representing the whole country, and then we have 
for UK Queens. So also it's kind of like, you know what, like she helped me out. And plus, you know, we need that kind of like, you know, because it's, you know, it's too many UK girls. So we can kind of mix together kind of kind of vibe. So, so it's also her thing too, but also like, oh, so it, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of like, it, hers is fair, but also kind of like shady to like, so we still, oh, so you would have sent me home. But I mean, her thing, it, you never it know. Fair. It was yeah, a it was fair, fair thing. Yeah. It was like, it, never it, it made how, sense. Yeah, it made sense. It made sense why Keta wanted to save Arantia over Teresa. You mm. just helped me. I would feel like trash turn around after you helped me get to this point and I win to turn around and send you home. That's kind of, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, it didn't make any sense for that to happen, so I get it. I was kind of like, okay, Teresa, calm down. <laughs> like, relax. You, 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 um, you know, calm down. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is her name on there, so I can, I can understand her feeling a certain way, and if she yeah. wants to get revenge, I think it's fair. And and I it, hope it does not happen. I hope it doesn't yeah, happen. It's fair. Everything is this fair in this game. It's like, because you do have that sole choice to pick who you want to pick if you happen to win. Now, if you want to get the revenge, then you better get up on top and win that and, you know, and win so you can have that choice. But it's fair. It's all good. Everybody's like, all right, let's get out of drag. So they get out of drag. We move. Next day, everybody comes into the work way, work room, and they're all very happy. And you know, like it's another day in the work room. Lagran has on her Rupita badge, and she's like, "My eyes are up here. Look up here. <laughs> looking down at my badge." It was cute. It was a cute moment. Um, Rue comes in, and um, there's no mini challenge this week. There's no mini challenge. We're going right. Just maxi challenge, write it out because it's a big maxi challenge, actually. So there was no reason to have a mini challenge this week. Um, Lagrand, Keta, and um, Teresa, they all got to pick a team of three, two people. They had to pick two people, two more people to be on their team. And they were going to do um, a drag experience. Like they were going to give you the drag experience in drag world. And they were going to take you into their the experience of being a drag queen. So they had to come up with an experience for people. Yeah, uh, this is an interesting challenge. I feel like we've seen some sort of similar challenges before. Um, like we've seen people have to make their own club. Um, but yeah, this immersive experience is a new take on it. And I feel like that's a little general. Um, I've been to a few immersive experience places, but there were nothing like what any of these teams <laughs> did. <laughs> nothing like them. Um, but yeah, I was like, ooh, how's this going to go? Um, I will say, not my favorite challenge of the season so far, personal. No. But that's okay. No, it wasn't my favorite challenge, but it was like, okay, let's see what they do. See how they make it work. And they broke it off as a team, so um, Lagram Dom ended up picking um, Hannah and Jombers. Right, Hannah and Jombers, right. Mm-hmm. And then um, Keta ended up picking Tia and Marina. And Teresa ended up getting Gothi and um, Scarlet. Excuse me, Scarlet. <clears throat> and so. Those I do not believe Marina was the last one picked out of the final, like two people left. <laughs> and Gothi I, was the leftover, but I was like, Marina? I mean, I, 
I don't know if people knew what Marina could do. Like, I don't think a lot of people watched Philippines. Like, they should have watched Philippines. So reputation, though. I mean, I was. Yeah, cause I was like Maria quite close to be alive, but also I was like, you know what? They probably didn't watch what she was doing, but also kind of a good thing because you know, also it's kind of like you know what? I had a pretty bitch is wrong. Like also kind of like you know, it's kind of like kind of like thought like, oh, is she gonna do good? You know what I mean? So it's kind of a good thing. I feel like when she first came in, it was like, oh, Maria, Philip, oh, she's she's good. Like here, want to expect her to be like this this sickening bitch the way she is like right now what she's showing. So. It's kind of like, hmm, but God being me last. It makes sense. She's only one episode, so we were not sure how she would have done in the challenge if she was on UK1. I don't think she would have did well on her original season if she would have made it to the comedy challenge. You know what I mean? I think at the time, she was still kind of in her head and nervous as such a fair what she was doing. So, so yeah, so it, it makes it up to was last, but definitely. I, yeah, I think it was... Interesting. It was interesting to see how people picked people and how they decided they were gonna, you know, go with and and. But it was fun. They they went off and they made their teams and then they were, um, they came up with their concepts and you know figured out what they were going to do, and then we had a walkthrough with Rue. And uh, yeah, anything happened with the walkthroughs that anybody want to talk about? I mean, the thing that stood out to me the most during the walkthrough, like I said, I I felt like this was so broad, but Rue was making it very clear, especially when she was talking to Teresa, this is a branding challenge. And so I think if I was any of the queens, I would hear that and I would immediately be like, okay, what is my brand and how can I make it part of this drag world? And I definitely think some teams did better than others, uh, but... I really wish everybody had really paid attention to that part. You are muted, Lana. <laughs> and I am talking at the same time, but it's, not, it's cool. I said I agree. I agree with you. I think if people were to listen to the brand aspect, because this was a branding challenge, we would have gotten maybe better, but I don't know. Mm. Uh, so then we go into the rehearsals with, or the run through with Michelle and they have to like do it. They just gotta go in there and do it. And some people, Time was smoother and, you know, like, okay, here we go. I'm going to do this. Smooth, move on. We're going to go and do this. We're going to go and do this. And they kind of, like, hit their marks with it, you know, with a good pace and ended in time, had enough time or whatever. The first group, uh, Tia and um, Marina and um, Keta. Keta. Is it Keta or Keta? Keta. Kata, yeah. right? Okay, so Kata, they were gone, and Marina's pretty much went fine, and Tia's went fine. Then we got to Kata, and hers was a little interesting to say the least. It was like metamorphosed and whatever she was saying, and that was what she was focused on. She was focusing so much on this metamorphosis. Catamorphosis. Catamorphosis. And then, and and rolling around on this paint, 
on this with the paint and with the brick crew, and I was like, "What does any of this mean?" <laughs> I, I I feel like she I feel like she I think she, I feel like she was still unsure what she wanted to do for this whole maxi challenge. So I think she's kind of like, you know what? Let me do something that's like kind of me, but like I think she's like I think she's like I'm gonna make this up and make it work because I think you thought she was unclear. I uh, still unsure. Like before, like after the talk were real, she was still unsure what she wanted to do. And unfortunately, as kind of like in the most like, you know, let's do this weird painting shit over the floor, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think it was like an afterthought. So yeah, I just got the impression that this had to do with the culture in Amsterdam, especially with how Rue reacted, like saying, Oh, I've been to Amsterdam. I've been there. <laughs> and so I think she was just like, Okay, let me lean into all the weirdness of yeah. Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, but the problem is not all of us really know what Amsterdam is like. So you have to kind of bring us in a little bit and you can't just like let it loose like that without any sort of context because it was a little confusing. You're muted, Lana. I keep going back to doing too many things at once and I forget to unmute myself. You're you're pulling a Kata right now. You're doing way too much. Way too much. I'm doing way too I, much. I see you about to roll in some paint. I, I, I'm about to roll in paint. I was about to talk in my deepest voice and <laughs> I was about to, you know, start making weird French noises as well because I can't stop doing that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Kata was doing a lot. Then we move on to uh, Jumpers and um, and um, Legrand and um, Hannah, and they're. Theme is a little all over the place, in my opinion. I was like, what is this? I was very confused about what was going on. It was like three different locations and making to one. I don't know, it's like a whole like a theme park place, like it's a different attraction. Like I was kind of confused at what they were trying to give. But I would say out of that, I think Hannah was the most prepared and the most thought of concept, I think was the most prepared. Most most thought out concept. It was so Hannah. It was so camp, and like she did good. I, I like what Hannah did with hers. Uh, when it came to La Grande Dame, I I think I her, I think majority of her. I think her stuff would have been good, but I think she just kept on slipping and slipping, messing up every single time, and her taking like messing up everything to like majority of the time for everybody else. So and unfortunately, it just didn't like. Also, she was kind of mumbling, so we was not sure what we were trying to say. All Tino Shay, even when it came to the actual thing, like I had to put on subtitles to kind of see, like, what are you trying to say? You know what I mean? Like, I was, it was still kind of mumbling. So, so you tell, you tell she was just like, oh, I'm fucking up. It was kind of like a pen. And then John Birds, even though she didn't, I, I give her props for getting it done with that short amount of time, but it still wasn't good what she was trying to do. I was very careful. I was kind of like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know what she was trying to do. It was confusing too, like with the bread. Like I was not sure. It, it it was kind of like what is going on. I felt like Hannah was the most prepared, and the other two was kind of like all over the place. Michelle was like, "Are you gonna chew the bread?" That was right. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, oh." <laughs> I was like, "What is going on?" I I was very confused, but I was like, "Maybe I'm supposed to be confused." Am mm-hmm. I? 
I don't know. I, I feel like I was very confused and it wasn't in a good way. <laughs> but then we got um, the group of um, Teresa. Um, Scarlet. And yeah. Jesus, I'm nursing my head. <laughs> Many names to remember. Teresa, <laughs> Scarlet, and uh, Gothi. And theirs was pretty clear. Theirs was like straight, like I understood where they were going. They were like, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. She's going to do this. She's going to do this. I'm going to do this. And we go play off and make it work. And I was like, okay, okay. I know what I, I know what the concept is. Now, how is it going to work? That was my thing. I was like, how are you all going to make it work? Um, they were, they seem to work pretty smooth. I feel like the only group that had a lot of trouble was the group with LeGrand because LeGrand Dom took a lot of mm -hmm. time a lot of time and Hannah and Jombers had to literally rush through their mm -hmm. scene and mm -hmm. rush to what they were trying to do because they didn't have time because the ground down took uh, half of the time. Pretty much most of the time was like, okay, you got 14 minutes between the two of you. They were like, wait, what? <laughs> Michelle was like, are you going to do a second take? <laughs> when Jombers said a line and kind of like, it didn't come out right. <laughs> like, but Jombers just went on to the next thing. I thought, I was like, okay, I can't wait to see how these turn out. No, right. I, I, I was like, I was like, I would do it again, but like, I don't have much time. I will all my stuff in because LeGrand down took most of the entire time. Her messing up every single take. So we gotta, we just gotta keep on moving. I don't care. I think, like, I don't know where, but I think it's gonna be funny. So let's keep going. Right, we just gotta keep it moving at this point. It was like I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. We just gotta keep it moving. But yeah, they kept it moving. They did what they had to do, and um, yeah, that was that. Um, so the next day in the workroom. We have conversations going on, and uh, I'm going to let you, David, start talking about the workroom stuff because I honestly, I mean, I remember the conversation. Yeah, it was definitely good conversations about it, and and I do remember it. I just want to have to do something else real quick, so I'm letting mm -hmm. you talk. Yeah, this is uh, interesting because when we when we have queens from all over the world, uh, we get to hear them talk about uh, what queer culture is like in their specific countries and mm -hmm. how. Um, how receptive their country is to uh, queer people. So I think Marina was one of the first people talking about um, the struggles of being queer in the Philippines, which just kind of surprised me because anytime I think of the Philippines, I'm like, okay, they get such a big drag culture. They have so many gay bars. Um, they have multiple drag shows. So when she was saying that there's not protection for, for queer people, in um the philippines i was like oh okay that that kind of surprised me but i guess that makes sense especially watching drag den this week we heard about the the soji bill um mm -hmm. that russia fox brought up so i'm like okay just be because they're able to uh express themselves doesn't mean that they're going to be protected um so I was I was glad she brought that up because I think I I take for for granted um, how acceptable it is to be gay in the Philippines. Absolutely, absolutely. I I I was like, oh, 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 okay. I I too was not that like aware of how. Even though we know how bad it is here for in America, we really are very like 
very much like this is what us this is what you know <laughs> our our mind is is stuck on us like sure we know other cu- cu- cultures and other places but usually we could just see what's around you and in, in the environment that we're in and we know how bad it is for queer people here in america and we know how bad it is for you know people who are quote unquote not normal but it's like hearing other people in other cultures their stories and sometimes how extreme it is like we heard from legrand Mm-hmm. who was talking about that how they literally got beat up very close to coming to film the show and went to the police and police did nothing did mm-hmm. absolutely nothing and it's like oh, why why are we still doing this why are we it 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 bothers me it bothers me that we have to still go through the nonsense, but and people just can't mind their business. But whatever, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I just get annoyed. I just get annoyed, yeah. and I will jump on the soapbox. So I'm not going to do that. Go look at our other podcasts because we've yeah. gotten on plenty of soapboxes about this. Oh. But yeah, but yeah, it was it was sad hearing about La Grande um, having to she had to leave Nice. As a result of this, because the cops like this stuff happens all the time. There's nothing we can do. So that would just feel so hopeless. And I'm glad she got away from that. But there's still, I'm sure, plenty of queer people in Nice and other areas that have to go through that. And it's really sad. Right. Nobody should have to leave their home because the police are saying, eh, it happens all the time and there's nothing we can do. What do you mean there's nothing you could do? It should be something you could do. But. No, it's nothing they could do. That's so ugh, ridiculous. Anyway, uh, so we get those conversations, and it's like, ugh, I hate that for them. I hate that anybody has to go through any of that because of them just trying to live their own life. So, but we we get those conversations, and then it's pretty much right to the rumbling. And we are going to jump right into the runway. And we have our judging panel. What are we thinking about these looks? We got Miss Kim Petrus in the house, y'all. Hey, Kim Petrus. I mean, they all look amazing. They look beautiful. Everyone's looks tonight. They do. Um, I well, I think I like this better than I remembered uh, RuPaul's <laughs> look here, because I was like, "Oh, okay, this this is actually really good." I did notice she had a, a pretty clear nude illusion right in the center there. Mm-hmm. You can't tell it from here, so maybe that helps her out. Um, I do think Michelle looks good, but a little matronly. Um, but overall, everybody looks good. Everybody looks good. I was like, "Okay, work. and I was excited to see Miss Kim Petras in the house. I was like, "All right, yes." Good to see you, girl. And she was excited to be there, and everybody was just excited to have her. So it was good. I was like, work. I think Rue looks good here. I think this is, I'm not fan of the wig too much, but the dress I think works for me. But anyway, <sighs> we're going to move into the runway because that was what first. And the category is <gasps> reveal yourself. Yeah, that's it. Reveal yourself. <laughs> 
And I don't, I'm not sure if this is the order that they walked the runway, so I'm not sure, but we'll pay around. Up first is Le Grand Dame. So far, this is okay. the order. <laughs> so, so we'll see if, if it keeps up that trend. Um, but yeah, I thought Le Grand Dame looked very pretty in this. Like, this is a, a very gorgeous look. I really like what's going on with her hair here. Um, that's just kind of an interesting touch. It looks like there's kind of like a floral arrangement going on there. Um, and then her, her reveal was so stupid. I love how much she's leaning into the comedy in this season. Uh, world piss. <laughs> I, this is not what I expected when I was going to get a reveal. But yeah, she sure did reveal herself. Um, I thought it was a, a very cute concept. Is it my favorite look she's had this season? No. <laughs> but I still thought it was effective, especially for this theme. I mean, oh my god, this bitch is such a comedic fucking genius, and I fucking live. I live like she is such a genius comedic genius. Like, like I didn't, I, I like she's a be steady. Like her, her doing comedic stuff for fashion is such a like it's it's comedy go. Like I, I was like were pissed. I was like, you know what? You better go somewhere. <laughs> but all the garment was beautiful. I love everything. Looked beautiful. Shit, gorgeous. And I'm not personally very faithful if she has broad, but it's still a beautiful, strong look. And I think she is a really good, like she's very good with looks. So I'm not, I'm not worried about her in like in the look department. So, but this was such a genius move for like a reveal. Mm-hmm. I thought the reveal was very cute. I was like, oh, girl, you stupid. You're dumb in the best possible way. You're dumb. I loved it. I thought the dress was beautiful. It was a good dress. It was perfect for the reveal that she had. Um, mm-hmm. It was in, it was so unexpected. Like I didn't expect that. I'm like, what is she going? To, you know, I'm waiting for the dress to come off to reveal something else. Something. When she just, I was like, okay, girl. P- performance, you ate this one up. You ate one down on this performance and Look let it sink in. I'm just like, I'm sinking in with me. You ate that up. And, but is it? Like I agree with you. Is it my best favorite look from LeGrand? No, but it's still so good. But her bar is so super high. It's you can't really go wrong. So this is good for me. Scores. I gave this an eighty-two. I, I gave I gave I gave this a ninety. I still like it though. It's a ninety for me. Mm-hmm. I gave it a ninety-one. I was like, because <laughs> if you go put the performance with this and this beautiful dress and how tough puff mug is mugging, <laughs> period. Yeah, good. Up next, Miss Marina Summers. I am. I got. Oh, I got thoughts. I'm mad. And, but yeah, go ahead, David. Well, I will officially say we are not going in order anymore, and that's okay. <laughs> um, I really love this concept. Um, so I I always think of one of my absolute favorite looks in Drag Race Italia is a volcano look. But Marina did something completely different. I love that she would pull out rocks and it would just jet out some lava with it. I thought that was so genius i'm like okay this is already like really getting me i love that as a reveal um and she looks so good but then when she took it off and then revealed into this dress that crown i was like please let that be the crown of dinner right now because it was so good i'm just gonna make it clear now 
there are some good reveals in here. This was by far my favorite, by far my favorite look of the night. This was so good. And this is why I'm just so happy that the world is getting to know Marina, whom I love so dearly. Mm-hmm. That's my bitch, you know? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Uh, Marina never fails to amaze me anything. Like, I love you, girl. Like, this is everything. Like, like they did like with the rocks like coming out like lava like you know like volcano like it was very genius in the reveal into the beautiful gown beautiful i love the sequins the gown that's the color combo the hair the makeup the headpiece perfection tonight we're done perfection i love this and here's my thoughts and i have problems because i don't feel like they gave her the flowers and the props that she deserved for this look i was like why y'all trying to downplay like Marina ain't just come out and just slay y'all with this look? She was pulling rocks of lava out of her dress and the lava's just pouring down his dress. Then to reveal a whole lava dress just slinkily on her body and just perfectly fit. Like, baby, this was the sexiest thing I have ever seen. Oh, somebody reveal. I was just like, oh, and I'm trying to be quiet because I, I have a roommate. I can't be so loud. But oh, oh my gosh, this is so, it was so stupidly beautiful. I I, I was like, why, why are they trying to downplay this dress? Like it wasn't the most beautiful thing they have ever seen because it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And Marina, girl, I am such a stan. Such a stand. Ugh, scores. Mm. That is a full cup. (laughs) Full cut number two. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wait, wait. I think, I think, I think. Panel full of full cups. Panel full of full cups. Oh my God. They, oh, y'all not finna, I'm not finna play on Marina Summer's face. Not this time. Not me. Full cup, duh. Mother eight. Period. Next, Miss Tia Coffee. Okay, Tia Coffee and Turner. Um, so I, I, I do like this overall. My, my main issue is that that first reveal was so quick, it was immediate. <laughs> it was like blinking, you miss it. Um, but, um, I, I did like it as a concept. So she's going for different RuPaul looks here, I guess. So it's a, a little bit uh, kiss-assy, which nothing wrong with that. Uh, she Lex Noir London would approve. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, I thought she looked pretty good. Um, yeah, I like, th- I like the wig reveals too. Um, it's not my favorite of the night, but she looks very, very good. <laughs> Uh, I want to say I'm I'm really proud of Tia. Like she has glowed. That's what she's in. Actually, if you think about it, it's kind of a callback to um, season two. Actually, I remember it was girl girls. I remember Kymer. They just ran up for her ice cream. And she was like, you know, okay, they, that's what RuPaul was on her thing. She's like, RuPaul was like, you know what? If I could get fifty of my people to put um, fifty of my people just to they glam you up. You know what you look like? What? She was like, me. You look like you look like me. So it's kind of like, oh, let me do RuPaul. Because you know, RuPaul said, you know. I look like her, and it, you know, it like glam me up for a bit. So I love a callback to like her, reference from her season where RuPaul's like, you know what, baby, you, you like you're basically like me, like you look like version of me. So I kind of like that. So 
Uh, the first look, I wish she would have kept it on longer. I know um, it's that look um, RuPaul wore on season nine. I think that was her season nine promo look that she wore. I can recall it. And then every everything else, it was it was cute. It was clean. So I'm I'm very proud of Tia's package so far. Her romance has been like her glow that has been amazing. The looks have been beautiful. So she's definitely I'm very proud of her. She has been really getting better. And the glow is real. Like this is redemption mm-hmm. for sure. This, this is redemption. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like this look. I thought Tia looked so pretty in it. I, I agree with you about the first reveal. I was like, ah, it's too quick. But I, after that, I liked all the other reveals. She took that wig off and she said, plop. On the floor, I was like, dang, that's a heavy wig. But yeah, because she had another wig underneath it and had to hollow it out. It's big, but <laughs> I liked it. I thought Tia looked great in every look. And um, she kind of ate in this last look. Like this last look, I was like, work. Mm-hmm. Definitely the best. <laughs> the best. And she was, she was so confident. And it showed it. Like she oozed confidence and sexiness when she was just like standing there, just like, ooh, uh. Yep. I was like, you work. She used her long limbs for good because (laughs) it was so good. It was so good. I really like this from Tia. Scores. I gave her a 73. I gave her a 87. (gasps) That's what I gave her. That's exactly (laughs) what I gave her. Up next is Miss Scarlet Envy. Ooh, Scarlet. <laughs> I don't want to be the one, but I gotta be the one. My lie. is it me? I'll take no shit. But I'm. I don't know. I'm not impressed with her runway package this season so far. It's not her best year. <laughs> I, I was like, Michael. I was kind of like disappointed. I kind of expected so much more for like. Scarlet Envy, like these Scarlet Envy, we supposed to be like be like the runway girl. So I was kind of like, it was kind of like just simple. Like I, I thought they need to kind of go beyond that. Cause I seen go beyond with runways, and it has been amazing. Like something like your redemption look from All Star Six, that was like next level. There's this anger promo. I was kind of like, so I'm very kind of like disappointed that she would come on a runway like this. I mean, she looks beautiful, but I was, I'm kind of like, you know, it's underwhelming. For what I've seen for Scarlett, or what I know what she can do for me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. This was by far my least favorite um, of the reveal looks. Um, and yeah, it, it, she does have a high standard from other seasons. Um, I think my one of my bigger issues was that uh, I wish she had padded at least a little bit because she just looked like a bean pole in this. Um, and I did think it was funny when the judges were like, oh, so your reveal was, oh my gosh, the lining of the jacket matches the dress. It's like, yep, that's all there was to it. Uh, and furthermore, I really don't like this wig. It looked like, like, I love a good draggy big wig, but it looked like it was holding on by a prayer. It looks like it was about to flop over any second she's very lucky she didn't have to lip sync in this because it would have been just drooping all over her face mm-hmm. i think it was it was uh, it was i it was like all right it's the white coat and i got like i said my i am the coat she's the coat like the reveal is she's the coat because it looks like when she whipped it oh, open i didn't get that <laughs> everything was just there like she was the coat 
And so I was like, oh, so your reveal is you're the coat? Got it. I agree with you about the hair. Not a fan of it. It was it's something about that top for middle that middle part scoop up. I'm not a fan of. But yeah, this was it was a height. It wasn't nothing spectacular. It probably I don't I'm I'm thinking it's almost my least favorite, but I'm not sure. Oh. Sure. It's not even close for me. Uh, we talked about my second least favorite, which was Tia, and I liked that one. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm it. Curious. Okay. Mm. Um, but for my score, I gave this a 54. Ooh. Hey, Studio 54. There we go. Camorian? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. What's your score? Oh. Um, I'm going to have to give it like a 70. 70? It, it, she still looks beautiful, but it just underwhelmed me, so I'm going to give it a 70 for Scarlett. Sorry. Yeah, I gave okay. her a 71 because um, I was like, oh. I'm the it's bad guy. horribly <laughs> horrible. It's just not nothing too um, super exciting. Miss yeah. okay. Jombers Blonde. Yeah, so Jombers is another one that did that reveal so quick. So quick, I wish we had gotten to see that first look a little bit longer uh, because I do like that kind of pastel rainbow. Like we don't usually see that kind of rainbow type of look, uh, but I do think this was a very clever concept here. She's leaning into the Irish. She knows that Rue loves that part about her. Um, so yeah, having the rainbow turn into a pot of gold, I thought that was really clever. And it's a really good look underneath. Mm -hmm. The look underneath is by far better than the first look. Um, yeah, she just like, and it's not even like too big over the top, but, but it's still very effective. But you know what my favorite part is that wig. I love that <laughs> wig. I love how it's styled and shaped. And then it has a little crown, um, on the top there. I really like that wig and I didn't notice it until they were doing the critiques. Mm -hmm. And that's when I really appreciated it and I had to bump up my score a little bit. Yeah. I'm 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 very proud of John Berg. Like she actually, you know, like she actually did step on her rolling game. Like she sure she was, and the proof was in the pudding. Like this is actually a, like probably like the best she's looked. Like personally, like, like when she revealed to like that gold look dripping, like the hair and the garment, it just it was just beautiful. So I'm very proud of her for really actually like actually really am glowing up for her season. So a definitely glow up for her season has been a reach. So definitely, I'm so proud of her, as far as looks now, because you know. Last last UK four, you know, we, we saw them runways, but it, it did get better. Like we had like one amazing good look. I was kind of like, oh, I see potential from you, but definitely it's kind of like a whole three sixty far as like her her package. So I'm very proud of her. Beautiful look. I'm a fan of this whole look. I like the rainbow look, and then I like the gold look. I thought the rainbow look was a different type of rainbow look. It's not the typical rainbow that we usually see. So it wasn't very like. Oh, okay. Another rainbow mm -hmm. into the pot of gold. But I thought this concept was so good and I thought this look was good. I enjoyed this look. I like the the runway, the uh, rainbow. I, w I do agree. I wish you would have kept it on a little longer mm -hmm. because it was very pretty. I think you should've, she should have got to the end of that runway with the with the dress on intact and then took it off. Like, give us some, some walks with that and then took it off. It just felt too quick. But I do love the wig. I do love the gold. I think it's just a really good look for her. I enjoyed it. Scores. Um, I gave her an 84. Uh, I gave her a 89. I gave her an 87. 
Okay. Miss Anaconda. Yes, Hanaconda. Um, I do think the first look, the Pope look, uh, it was in a desperate need of esteeming. Um, <laughs> and I, I saw people, I saw people steaming their looks in this episode. Uh, so somebody should let her borrow <laughs> theirs because it was it was definitely a bit wrinkly. Um, she goes from a Pope to a showgirl. I'm not sure I understand the whole concept here. I mean, I guess it's two pretty big extremes there. But I do like the showgirl look. Like this kind of reminds me of something uh, Mother Bumpa would wear. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I definitely like the showgirl look better. Overall, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. So Hannah, yeah, I actually like. I actually like that Hannah did like two different looks. So I would say I like it was two different looks what she did. So uh, the, the Pope, yeah, I select what she did. I mean, it's a it's a cute like you know showgirl look. You know, it's cute on her. She looks beautiful. Yeah, but it was very cute. But I love the fact that she did like two different, completely like different looks from each other, which is which I like about it. But overall, it it was a it was a cute concept. It was cute. I mean, I don't know what the concept was. Right. I'm not sure if it was a concept. I just know I it was very too like you say very too contrasting looks. It yes. Was a pulp. To a showgirl. And it was like, okay, what is the parallel between these two? I don't know. But you know what? Maybe it ain't for us to know. That was all playing in Hannah's world, and we are just living in it and get to watch what Hannah decides to show us. And, you know, I think I like the showgirl look more. I think the Pope look is all right. Steaming needed. But it's all right. It really, I've seen better Pope looks. On Drag Race, I've seen better Pope looks. So mm -hmm. it was all right. But the showgirl look was much better, and I like the little fascinator hat that she has with it. She looks her makeup looks good. Hannah is someone who always confuses me. Every time she goes from drag to out of drag, I'm like, <laughs> you are a full transformation person. Like you don't look the same in drag that you look out of drag. It's so different. But I I'm still trying to figure out Hannah. I don't know Hannah. Um, because everybody loves Hannah, and I, I want to, I want to be like, oh, I love Hannah. I just don't know. I feel like I'm still trying to figure out who Hannah is for me, but I think this is a cute look for her, I, and I like it. I like it. Mm -hmm. Scores. I gave her a seventy-nine. Uh, I gave her a eighty-three for Hannah. I gave her seventy-five. I think it's good, solid, solid. Up next is Miss Kedemanos. Yeah, so this was my second favorite after Marina. Um, I just really love, I love when there's like just gender effery and she really leaned into that. That first look with the suit was so cool. I love how it's structured with the like high, high shoulders. Um, and then it revealed into this flowy dress. I don't even know how to describe it. It was it was very unique looking. I, it did have a lot of nude illusions, which is not my favorite, but I thought the colors were so beautiful. And she's somebody that every every week so far, um, I've liked her on the runway, but then when they show her getting critiques, they show a lot of close-ups of her, and the details in her wigs are mm -hmm. insane. In, like, like I've never seen from anybody else. Like this week and last week, 
just every strand of hair had its own specific color. And I was like, this is a gorgeous wig. And I know Lana had to have loved this wig. But yeah, this this was my second favorite for sure. Yes, I really love this look for her. Just the gender fuck, like you said, just just the contrast from just giving like gender fuck the gender fuck into the like just beautiful elegance on the runway. Like the color combo was very clean, polished, and she just looked gorgeous every time. So uh, also uh, another look queen as well. I love her looks from her original season. Then to me, I'm very happy that she's on the season. I feel like you know we put Holland Holland queens in the box because of how the show was and how production how the you know that's the full of what Holland was but but like think about it like just like the queens but the queens from Holland are like some of the best queens from this franchise because the, the the drag there the level of drag the talent it's actually amazing so it is a shame that we put Holland in like in this box you know what I mean but far as that it was a beautiful look for Kiana so I'm, I'm kind of glad she's getting flowers and hopefully in the future you know what Holly can come back. I feel like, you know, there is some more Holly Queens of Talent, for sure. Um, yeah, I think Keta is, uh, this look is stunning. It's, um, it's stunning. I, um, I, of course, you know me, it's purple. Duh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loving the purple. But I, I do feel what you mean about this, that second, this, is it second week? Her second week, because that's the first week she had on, and oh, yeah. took it. That second week was everything. Um, it was good. Ah, it was it was good. I was like, yeah, work, <laughs> work. I can't go. We can't go wrong with this. I think I loved how she changed from the suit into this gown, and she gave us gender, like say, gender blending, and just. Uh, it was just, I thought it was good. I felt like, again, I don't feel like the judges gave her the props that she deserved for this amazing look. But scores. So I gave this look an 85. Oh, I, I gave this um, a 94. 94 for Kayla. I gave it a 93. You said 94, Kamori? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, I gave it a 93. Up next, we have Miss Teresa Day. And yes, David, I definitely took care of <laughs> You sure did. I always make sure to take care of Art. <laughs> That's what I was doing throughout the beginning of the episode while I kept moving um, away because I was like, oop, I forgot because I knew I had to do that. That makes now, sense. Yes, Miss Teresa, you, you made us have to blur. We tried to get monetization going in, on this huge channel. But we're keeping some bush for you, apparently. I mean, this is that's a, fine. I'm it's sure. A <laughs> yeah, it's a swimsuit bottom for it's sure. A bottom. <laughs> no, uh, so yeah, when when this first came out, I'm like, oh, a Marge, because I've Ooh. seen so many like Marges in drag. Marge Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen a lot on Drag Race, to be honest, but I've just like, if you look through Instagrams of drag queens, you're bound to find a Marge somewhere. Mm-hmm. So at first, when she came out, I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I wish you had done something more you. Um, but what I liked about this and where she won me over was she was like, oh, I'm not going to do a reveal. I'm going to do 
many reveals. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they were sure a lot of like small things that she was doing, but she would take off a piece here, take off a piece there. And even when I thought it was over, it was not. She revealed into uh, full Marge boobs and Marge Bush. Um, so I thought it was pretty cute overall. Like it, it was not my favorite on the runway, but I thought that she she really delivered it uh, the best she could have. Um, so yeah, I liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like this look. It was very camp. I love the whole Marge Simpson concept. I mean, I love her makeup and the hair. I love her makeup and the hair. It's beautiful. Um, the first outfit it was cute. I mean, the last one, you know, it it was it was some titties and a, and a little March <laughs> bush. But you know what? I liked it. It was camp. I liked. What are you it. talking about? That's a swimsuit bottom. A swimsuit. <laughs> it's oh, it a is? very swimsuit bottom. It's oh, a, it's a swimsuit bottle bottom, <laughs> Camorian. Monetization, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was wearing swimsuit panties, yes, her little swimsuit tucks, yes, her little, yeah, yeah. It's cute. What can you say? It's Mars Simpson, it's cute, it's funny, it's campy, it's super silly, and yeah, I liked it. Scores, I gave it an. I gave the Merkin of it all an 80. I um I gave it um an 80 83. I'm in the middle. I gave it 81. Yep. All right. And up next is Miss Gothy Kendall. Yeah, I thought this was cute. I like seeing like the more camp side of Gothy this season. Well, because we didn't get to see much of her her first season. Um, but I I really like like this feels like an aesthetic that just works for her. It's it's pretty Barbie. It's like a doll. Um, Ken doll. There we go. It's a doll. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a cute reveal. And then you see the little baby baby breasts, <laughs> baby face breasts. <laughs> oh, imagine if it was baby face, the R and B singer. Oh, that would have been cute. The next layer, right? But overall, yeah, I thought this was good. This was probably in my top half of looks tonight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like this look. I I'm very happy to kind of, you know, I'm very glad. You know, we got to see get to see more Gothy. I feel like she's really kind of just taking like, just, just taking it all in i think this see and also i think for each episode we kind of see her confidence come out even more which i love so i'm very happy that she's 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 growing as a person throughout this whole process too and as far as the wrong way i liked it it was very camp i love you know the little faces at the little top it was cute i i liked it it was a cute concept and i enjoyed it and she had fun with it too I know, yeah, bless her stiff walk. You know, we had to deal with, you know, it's, it's getting there. It's still stiff, but, you know, <laughs> we still love good luck. We love it. We love you, Gothy. Roar. <laughs> Roar, indeed. <laughs> so, I liked the look. I thought it was a good look. I thought it was funny. I thought the concept was cute. I think Gothy looks amazing in this. I thought it was like, this is not what I expected from Gothy Kendall. When you have a name like Gothy Kendall, I was like, everything is going to be with Goth. And we have not seen goth, gothy since she's been here. 
Like we have not seen Gossip Gossip King Doll. That's ever. never been her aesthetic. Though. That's never been okay because that's what I expected. Because when I hear the name, I'm like, okay, I didn't know, and I I don't know Gothy. And apparently, nobody knows Gothy because she was gone for seasons, first episode of her season. So we don't know what to expect from Gothy. And I'm very happy to see this is what it, what we get, and I appreciate this. I thought this look was good. I love the concept. I thought she looked beautiful in it. So scores. I gave her an eighty-one. Yeah, I get I get this um an eighty-nine. I like this coffee. I gave it an eighty-five. So good on you, Gothy Kendall. Good on you. So there's that. We did all that. We come to the Runway. Oh, well, no, not the runway because we yeah, got. I was about to say we we still need to. We still got something else to do because absolutely we still got something else to do. Um, after we get the runway, they come to line up, and Ruth says we have to see the uh drag world, um, drag race world. So we get to see the um. The finished products of Drag Race World. And up first, we saw Marina Summers with Tia Coffee and Keta Minaj. We talked about it a little bit, but we can mm. go into what we thought about what they looked like and what we thought about their performance. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll go first on this. I'll be pretty brief about this. Um, it did, it's this seemed pretty chaotic, this group. Um, <laughs> honestly, I think they could have judged these as groups i don't know that they needed to judge as individuals for me this would have been the safe group um so i it almost seemed like keda and marina were doing a completely different thing than what tia was doing but tia was leaning into the branding which was very smart i just wish it was more cohesive uh because i did think like Keda was a little bit unhinged i didn't hate it like the judges seemed to i was entertained by it i I was getting the madness of Amsterdam from it. Um, and I did think Marina was better, but not by a lot, honestly. Like, mm -hmm. this was not my favorite week I've seen of Marina ever. Um, so maybe this was a, a little uneven as a group. But overall, I didn't think anybody did horrible. Yeah, I think I think over, over, it was like a decent, good overall maxi. I think it would have been saved just by teams. Uh, I think I think for me, Marina. I think Marina. I think I think she had to even do um like a branding, advertisement thing for her season. I think I believe. Yeah, I don't think she did one for her season, for um a branding. Oh yeah, they did. Remember because we had the whole branding thing, the brigading ding ding. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I, I find like the challenge kind of. I think because brigading was it was just like um. Oh, you're right. You're what, right. Yeah, but far as like child like a challenge, I think they did it on her season, but I think. I think Marina actually did very good. It was a, a for me for her first ever branding challenge. It's a very good one. I think she has room to grow. Uh, I think I think I think it was very like one note for Marina, but it was still good. Like she actually gave like energy. Like she was very like I like what she was doing. Yeah, Kayla was unhinged. I mean, I get what she was trying to do for it. I just think the judges didn't get it. I think it's probably gonna be an issue for Kayla when it comes to her humor because sometimes we might think it's funny, but you know, everybody has their own taste of humor. So it is not it, it, like if judges don't like it, you know, it's not gonna go good for you. But I actually I thought it was funny. I still cackled, you know, it's kind of like 
I don't know what this is, but I'm living for it. That's funny. And then Tia did a very good job. Like she did exactly what the challenge was called for with the branding, you know, come back to her season. So it was it was very clean and cute for her. So yeah. Oh wow, decent. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this was a good they they did okay. I agree with everything I said. Keto was a little unhinged and weird. And you know, everybody don't get her sense of humor, but she thought it was hilarious. And I did laugh with her for mm-hmm. some of it. It was like, okay, okay, girl, you were that's funny. But it ha- I want to know what that meant for her brand. What is that for your brand? It had nothing to do with her brand because she's like that dark humor or that dark uh, queen. And I want to see more of that as her brand. Like, tell me what her brand is. And Marina, I thought she did okay. I thought she did good. It was, but a, another, it was just like, what's your brand though? I know you're Filipina. We got that. But is that your brand? I'm Filipina. And if that's the brand, Say that, like, <laughs> like I need you to say it was fine. I think Tia was the one, and but we saw that in the when they were coming up with the concept that Tia was kind of like, y'all, we might want to go more on the brand being side of it. And they were like, oh, we like this concept. So she was like, all right, you know, you want to do? I'm just saying we should do some brand. And she was like, well, this is what I have, and this is what I think I want to do. And they were like, well, we're gonna do this, and you do that. And they were like, okay. And it showed because Tia was the one I remember the most out of this group. And the one I was like, yes, I know what her brand is. She was like, I have grown up from my first season. And now I'm here with this glow up. And I'm going to show you how you can glow up too. Like, it made sense to me. And I was like, okay. But yes, I agree. If they judged it in groups, this would absolutely be the safe group. Absolutely the safe group. And I do want to point out something I noticed, especially during the rehearsals. It seemed like the ones that were struggling the most during rehearsals were the ones who are from franchises that are not English speaking franchises. Mm-hmm. So I think there is something to be said about queens who don't speak English every day and they have to translate their own humor into English and hope it works. Works. Um, so I think that that did serve as a challenge for some of them. And considering all of that, I thought, I thought all of the non-English speakers did fairly well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Up next, we had the group of La Grande Dame and Hanaconda and Jambers Blonde. Clearly the top group. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. Uh, they were definitely the worst group for yes. me. Um, but I think... I think we might not all agree on this group because I did have a standout. I had one person that I actually kind of liked and I actually kind of laughed at. And that was La Grande Dame. Um, I just thought her, her French characters. Yeah, they were hard to understand, but I thought that was kind of the point. Um, Just the whole transformation she had into those characters. I thought was very funny Um, for me, Hannah, um, I easily could have seen her in the bottom because hers was just pure madness. Like, I do not understand what she was doing at all. Like she, she was doing funny things, but it just, there was no cohesion there. Um, so I think she got very lucky to be safe. Um, and John Burst was just boring. Like I was listening to her, but I was just not retaining anything she was saying. And she just did not deliver it in a way that piqued my interest at all. And she was probably stressed about not having a lot of time, but yeah, I do think Jombers easily was one of maybe the worst person. Yeah. Jombers was the worst in this challenge of anybody. I think. 
Yeah, we said like it was just by like groups. I think this would have been the bottom team. But I think LaGranda, what she did, it was funny. But for me, I just couldn't understand what she was trying to say. Even though, even though if it was intentional, it just probably it, it just didn't really translate. And I could see why. So when it came to critiques, it, it can't. I was one of the critiques, like it didn't translate clearly on what she was doing. But like, but what the whole thing she like her whole thing about France, it was it was it was cute. I liked it what she was doing. I laughed, but it just didn't translate to the judges, and it just didn't like kind of like project it well. I actually like I actually like Hannah's personally, so I mean I like how chaotic it was because I think that just is who Hannah is, chaotic. Like I remember I think on I watched some on their commercial, it was very like the same thing. And I think we're part this say like, trying to like trying to like you know like the chaos, like the cookie chaos that you are as a queen. So I get what she was doing. So it 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 on for me personally. Uh, but it's it has everyone else for um John Burst, I agree. It was one note, it was boring. It, it wasn't no impact. I didn't feel. I didn't move. I just stayed still in my seat. It was no like. It just like it was just there. She was there. Sadly, oh, um, I mean, poor thing. But she was just there. Unfortunately, and she was one of the worst. Sadly, it, her jokes didn't land like she wanted to. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree and disagree, like with both of you, because like I agree with Kamori about Legrand. I didn't understand it. I just think it just didn't translate to me either as what like it didn't translate to the judges. I was like, I mean, translated I, to Kim Petrus. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, it was what I mean, I laughed at what I thought was funny was more so her voice. Like when she was, <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh. But the joke she was saying didn't make me laugh. like that one character where she was standing with just the tights on and no in the shirt and no pants and i was like with the mustache right i was like what are you saying like the character hilarious i'm like yes yes okay but what are you saying like and if it was intentional for it to be mumbles and it was just like <laughs> what like french people do we was like I, pink panther which is fine it's but i I'm like, but what are you saying? Like, at least let me know what you're, you know, I don't know. It just didn't, I just didn't, it didn't translate to me. While I was like, oh, this is so funny. But I didn't think it was horribly, horribly bad. I just thought it was just not as funny as I would like it to be. I also think Hannah was giving us who Hannah is. Hannah's brand and RuPaul told her in the workroom that laugh of yours girl like that was that's her thing and that's what makes rue laugh and you got to know your judges and canna knew her judges so she literally was just like i'm going to take what rue thinks is funny and i'm going to just do it over and over and over again and she cackled in the phone she cackled at the sheep she cackled at any object that she could find and she just ah, cack, 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 cack. And do you know who was laughing their head off? RuPaul. And that is why she was safe. Because she listened to what Ru said, who is the judge, and she did it. And a lot of those judging panels, they take their cues from Ru. If Ru laughing, they laughing. And so <laughs> she was perfectly safe. And Jambers, she was there. And that's, yeah. it. that's it. She was there. Full <laughs> time. But last, but certainly not least, was the crew of Scarlett, uh, Gothi, and Teresa. Best group, for sure. Okay. 
plan. They went through their plan. It was clear. It was concise. And they applied it perfectly. It was like, here's intro with Scarlet. Go into the makeup with uh, with Gothi. Rawr. Then we go go into Teresa. Well, we go on the runway with Scarlet. We can do the lip sync thing. Am I the drama? We got all of that stuff mm -hmm. in there and all the little cliches and all the things that they are known for. And then we go to Teresa with the untucked. And it was funny. And I was like, okay. Yeah, you probably should have sent Teresa home because she ate y'all up. <laughs> it's funny to me. But I thought this was the clear winner. Just concise. Yeah. Very easy to follow. And I laughed the entire time. I would say, like, my color, I wish Scarlett would have had this look for her reveal. Like, say she had that, that same runway she did for the um the runway, and then from that ugly, like, from, like, that simple dress to, like, the one she's wearing, like, that would have been a perfect, like, reveal. And even at, with the wig, too, because I didn't like the wig, too, person for Scarlett, too. Mm -hmm. Like, this little would have worked with her, her real dress. I was like, why? I'm like, why, why is your dress for the matching channel better than your runway presentation? But she's still a gorgeous anyway. But I think Scarlett really did good. She used her... Her little advertiser, little you know, diploma, little degree, is mm -hmm. using the good use for the first time. <laughs> yeah, and I felt like I felt like to me, it's kind of like the closest you think, or like, oh, what a drag race world world should be. Like, actually, you want actually like still look, like have like you know, have your own experience of what drag race is like. And I feel like they gave that like with the whole and with the lip sync, the um makeup, and the untuck. Like, if like if like, like an actual kind of like experience, you mm -hmm. know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I think Gothi, I had to give props to Gothi. I think Gothi did a very good job. Very good job for Gothi. It actually, the joke actually really landed well. It was very cute. And Teresa, I mean, she's that girl. It actually, you know, her it worked this time. And, you know, I'm like overall a, a very strong group for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You all said it. This was by far the best group. Um, what I like that they did that no other team did was they showed teamwork because they were involved mm -hmm. with each other the whole time. And I thought that was very smart. I don't know why everybody else was like, okay, we're going to each have our own section. And, and they also had their own section, but they were still using the other people. Absolutely. Um, so they seem more like a team. And I thought that was successful. Absolutely. I'll be, I'll be honest though. I think Scarlett and Teresa were equally as good. They were the two standouts for me mm -hmm. out of all of the teams. Mm -hmm. And I think Teresa not being in the top was kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Like I would have had her in the top two for sure, but at least in the top three, yeah. and especially in the top three over Gothi Kendall. On it, I'm going to be honest. I think they wanted gothy to touch the ball they were like everybody's gonna get to touch the ball you get mm -hmm. to be in the top this week gothy should not have been in the top sure she she did have a funny concept putting on the makeup but i don't even think it translated in an energetic way michelle yeah. said it the best she said your charisma is a two and it yeah. is like gothy does not have the star the, like the star personality that everybody else has. She was much closer to my bottom than my top. Honestly. Yeah, as far as the performances, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because I felt like if the joke that she was going for, she didn't even make it look like, she just looked no. like she was putting on makeup. Exactly. It wasn't the joke you were supposed to be trying to convey was supposed to be raunchy. And that was not raunchy. You weren't making it like, oh, oh, no, how? Look at, no, you were just like, mm -hmm. You just look like a makeup artist, like <laughs> literally. They did charity I, work putting uh, her in the top. <laughs> I just feel like I feel like Gothi is. I, I feel like Gothi 
is coming to is being like, you know, how I'm gonna how to like I think not like kind of like already like ready and prepare. I think she's still trying to like trying to figure out how this how this is working out. Cause you just tell like she like you tell you tell like you tell what someone is prepared as someone's like, you know, I'm here just to learn and improve. And I feel like she just here just to improve and get better what she does. Cause I feel like like I, I feel like after like when she was first boot, for sure, I feel like she didn't really get into drag. And then I think when she got the call back, she's like, you know, like let me see like what I could do better. I feel like I, I feel like certain, I feel like since like her time on the show, I think she took a break from drag. And it's like you could tell when someone took a break for drag, and she looked like she looked like I took a break from drag. I'm back, so let's see how I'm gonna do this. As I like, she come back prepared. Right, how I see it. I agree. So we are back with now they're at the at the front getting results, and we find out that our top two of the week are. Tia and Scarlett. Oh, I put one more extra T on there. Sorry, Scarlett. See, <laughs> Scarlett, I put an extra T. Hold on, I'll, I'll fix it right now. But it's Tia and Scarlett. Um, they are in the top two. Mm-hmm. And I would have had Scarlett and Teresa, but Tia was my third for sure. So mm-hmm. I'm not mad at this at all. Agreed, agreed. I don't know if they wanted to pick the two from the same group, but. I don't know, but Tia was definitely yeah. third for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm happy for Tia. I'm happy that she got. I'm happy that she got her first win ever, and so I'm proud of her. And think that for just, I'm so happy to see her redemption. Uh, it's like just the first few episodes, like she has just improved tremendously since her season. Just the glow up and to see, just seeing her doing well. And so mm-hmm. I'm very happy for her. And I'm, I am ready for you, Tia, girl. Hope you do win for sure. And I'm happy for Scarlett to get him a win. Yeah, was you this know. her first win? No, I think her first. I think her first. Brand, her, this is this is her second overall in three seasons. Her first one was uh, her acting season eleven. I think it was like the um, movies. I think mm-hmm. her Evie shared a win. That that's was her first right, win. Right. Yeah, so this is like her first win, like her first individual win, actually, for herself. So not good on you, Scarlett. But when we have our top, we also have our bosoms, and our bottom two. Was Jumpers and Kettle Minaj? And I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense for Jumpers for me. Kettle was, I guess, it didn't translate, so I guess it's fine. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sad, but I mean, at least the ground knocks on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Who would have right. known? Well, it looked, if LeGrand would have ended up on that bottom, you know they would have took her out. She would have been Jimboed. <laughs> you would have been Jimboed for sure. You know they would have taken her out of there. I would have had on my side. Twitter would have been an It would have been insane. It would have been insane, but I would have understood. I'd be like, yo, I mean, y'all, this insane. is a competition, and she was killing it. She got to go. I felt, I think, I think I felt how UK won didn't get a big impact because uh, people getting brought, like people like with Jimbo and Patrona got sent home. I feel like everyone was so mad about that. The Raiders got down. So I feel like, but also it's the game. You can't really mad. The game The game is the game. You know, you have an opportunity to see that bitch home who is good. I'm going to take that chance. It might not look, it might not look very good on your part, but it's the game. I did, I was signed up to do, to play the game and win. I came to win. Absolutely. So yeah. yeah. So I feel like, yeah. 
I don't, yeah. Lana, do you know what happened in season one of UK versus the world? I have no idea. So there were th three different queens that in the first three episodes, each of them had a different turn in the top two with like a different combination, all three of them. Mm -hmm. It was Pangina twice, Jimbo twice, and um, Janie Jacquet twice. Mm -hmm. And then in episode three, that's when Pangina, Pangina sent home Jimbo. Jimbo. Mm -hmm. The next week, Pangina got sent home. The next week, Janie Jacquet got sent home. Wow. The three people that had the first two wins all went in a row. <laughs> well, that's how it happens, I guess, when it's like we're trying to get competition out of the game. You got to mm -hmm. do what you got to do. And so it made sense. It makes sense. Yep. So I, 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 sorry, I do want to say before we get too far away from La Grande Dame, I did mention it a little bit earlier, but Kim Petrus, uh, she made the comment. She, when she was critiquing La Grande Dame, she said, this was, uh, my favorite look and my favorite performance in the thing. And I'm like, come on, girl. I don't agree that it was my favorite performance, but I just respect the hell out of Kim Petras for daring to have her own opinion because these judges so often, they just have group think, they go by whatever the script is, and they all have the similar critiques. If somebody's in the bottom, they all think that they should be in the bottom. And you could tell Michelle was annoyed. They cut to her just kind of like glaring at Kim Petras. How no, dare you disagree with all us? I was so like, uh, I got I to I disagree with my girl Michelle. Michelle's like, <laughs> of course, of course, you, of course, you had to disagree with Michelle Visage. Of course, with me, bitch. Really? <laughs> I mean, everybody is allowed to have their own thoughts. And, uh, it's true. <laughs> like LeGrand, she like LeGrand. It is what it is. But um, we go backstage and um, we have the untalked moments. And uh, we have um, Jean Bruce and Kata going to talk to Scarlett and uh, Tia. They have their conversations. They're, you know, giving their best pleas of why they should stay, why they deserve to be here, why they want to be here. And Tia and Scarlett have to figure out what they're going to do. So they go to the lipstick. They pull their lipsticks, tuck it in, and they go back out to the road. Can I say actually one thing? Um, mm -hmm. While they were having little moments, uh, we actually, you talk about, you talk about on the rest of the queens, they were asked about who should go home, and majority said they said, uh, "I will pick. I will. I would have chose Kia to go home." So mm -hmm. that was a whole gag. So everyone's saying pretty much Kia's name. Yeah that that should that should make people nervous. Like even just knowing that everybody's singing that after she just had a win. Right. So I would be concerned. One of the other things that like stood out to me was when John Burst was talking to Tia about um, who she's going to keep, and Tia's like, "You know, I want to. I want to go against the best in the end. So I'm going to keep the best." And then Jombers was like, well, is that me? And yeah, Tia's yeah. like, I don't think Tia was prepared for her to ask yeah, that I question. It's not have a moment at all. And she was probably like, I'm trying to keep it vague. Like, just yeah. don't want to tell her, like, girl, you're not the best. And um, because they have this whole UK thing and they wanted, mm -hmm. she, I know she didn't want to be like, no, girl, it's not you. <laughs> it's not you. The best is Canada. Uh, like, I, I, I would not know. be surprised if. If yeah, that's who Tia picked as well. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I think just seeing how they said Kizna, I feel like they probably I think I feel like majority of people is like, you know what? If we don't do one on a challenge, it doesn't matter what your placement is. How I think if I feel like you've been in the bottom too many times, or if you just just fail the challenge, I think you know what you're going home. I think I should vote you to go home. So I think it's I think it doesn't matter if like you have a win or not. If you just don't do one on a challenge, it don't pick your lipstick. So 
it's, it, I don't know. It's very, if it's like, you know what, we're going to be fair or, you know what, she didn't do well this week. You know what, justified, she should go home. So it, it's unpredictable at this point. We're going to know what's going on as far as like strategy and sitting at home. Yeah. And if I'm, if I'm Tia and I know that there's concerns about a UK alliance, I would want to squash that yeah. as soon as possible. So people would not feel threatened by yeah. us as a group. And I would show, Hey, look, I'm willing to cut the person I think is the worst. Right. So don't cut me in self-defense. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And so we go back to the runway and, um, we have the lip sync for your for the legacy, and they're singing a Kim Petras song. I don't know what the song is. I've got to write it down. But it is a Kim Petras song. I'm sorry, Kim Petras fans. I did not write down what the name of the song. I can tell you, and no, I can't. Oh. I have the wrong file open. Oh well, bang. It started with an N, and it was one word, I think. Sure. <laughs> We're gonna go with that. Um, but the lip sync happens. Scarlett and Tia do their lip sync. What did y'all think about this lip sync? I mean, it was uh, it was an average lip sync. It wasn't impactful. But all T no shade is not be being shady. I mean, they both did. You know what? I I mean, Scarlett. We know Scarlett is not a dancer, but I would say since she's eleven, I think she has gotten better. So she she is she is a little more. I'll give her that. I mean. I mean, she looked like she was trying to give her her all. I mean, Tia was, I think, Tia, I, for me, personally, I think Tia wanted for me. I feel like, even though it was kind of like, you know, like, just, like, safe, average, what she was doing, it was very clean, which I love. Like, from, like, when she went to the back on the wall and the little leg move at the end, like, it was like, it was clean. It was safe. You know, I mean, it wasn't like, like, wow, I'm gagging, but it was still like, you know, okay, Tia, it's, it's good. Like, you're selling me the lip sync. You're selling it better for me. I thought that Scarlett was kind of more all over the place, but I think she was still giving her all. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now that was the name of the song. Now, now. <laughs> so it was one uh, word now. and started with an um, But yeah, I actually agree with Kamorian here. Um, I I thought it was overall overall a fine but underwhelming lip sync. Like neither of them really stood out to me too much. Um, it's I'm not gonna remember it a week from now. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I do think Tia was drawing me in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally think that they they might have wanted to give Scarlett the win just for the drama of it all. She is the drama, and she already alluded that she's going to cut the bigger competition. Mm-hmm. So um, I got spoiled before I watched the episode. But if I had not, I would have been like, "Oh my gosh, Kate is about to go. Kate is about to go because she already said what she was going to do this season. Kate is going. No." But I already knew. <laughs> so Scarlet wins. Mm-hmm. It was all it was all right, lip sync. I mean, her first lip sync win, so congrats to her. Her first ever lip sync win ever. Uh, I mean, it was a- <laughs> Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. And Scarlet wins and she decides that she is going to eliminate Jumpers Blonde. No, I was like, she's like, you know what? It was like you know, I I don't think it's you know, I, I like I don't think it's fair that you know what that you know you, you do well on challenge and then you know I don't think it's fair that you know you want to challenge and you go to bottom. So for that reason, I'm sorry, John Bruce. You know I can't do this. It's not right. So I'm sending you she, home. She literally just said, "I just want to be fair." I yeah, be no, fair. literally, it was kind of like literally when she said, "She's like, oh, John's going home." She she, she said, "John's going home." I'm sorry, I can't do this. But. Also, yeah. Also, also, I felt like you know what? I felt she's like you know what? 
they're probably not gonna be on my ass. I said, you know, I want threats gone. So let me just do this. You didn't see, like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not going for threats. You can try. You can still trust me. You don't, don't doubt me. Don't, don't think I'm being sus or anything. Like you trust me, but keep me. You know. Yep. So she said you know, she I'm was doing it. it so the other girls would see. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's literally what it is, and she wanted to keep it fair, so she sent Jambas home, and uh, Jambas took it well. She thanked everybody and thanked the panel, and she left, and that was that. So, do we have a draft update, Dave? We sure do. There was a little bit of a shakeup here. Um, so, th- a lot of the scores are pretty close so far in this draft. Um, but we do have a new person in last place. Ooh. Dawn has dropped down to last place with 27.5 points. Aww. Lana, you are now in fifth place with 28.5. I'm no longer last. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, Logan is now fourth place with 29.5 points. And then we jump up a little bit, and Brandon's in third place with 32 points. Ooh, and then first and second is close, only divided by a point. But we have a new person in first place, which means I'm second now with 37.5 points. And Anissa is leading the draft with 38.5 points. Okay. I lost Jombers, and that's what did it for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, that is that. We are going to get out of here because we got more things to do and more content to make for you guys. So we need to get out of here. But we will be back next week, same time, maybe same panel, different panel. We don't know. We never know on the cup. So (laughs) you have to join us to find out what we're going to do. We'll be back talking about the next episode of Drag Race UK versus the World. And, um, we would appreciate it if you come back and join us. The, hit the notification bell so you know when we go drop the next video. Because this one is coming out really soon. Um, hit the subscribe button while you're here. Hit the subscribe button here. Hit the subscribe button at the Cup TV. And hit the subscribe button over at the Cup ESC. All of those are giving you great content about drag, reality TV, and Eurovision Song Contest. You can also follow us on our socials at the Cup Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We put out moments here and there and all of our socials so check those out as well we have funny moments so check it out also you can follow the three of us on our twitter or instagram or whatever if you want to because you know we cute we do some things on our stuff you know whatever we post and um if you keep scrolling down you can get your cup merch Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. get your cup merch not only the cup mug but all of our cup merch check out lanagescreations.etsy.com and you can get all of the things that um we can you can you know from us on our on our thing that we do have merchandise. <laughs> anyway, that's it. I'm starting to ramble. So we're gonna <laughs> Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.